Oh, yeah, we are. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona, on this post-Memorial Day weekend, uh, Tuesday, May 26, 2020, the year of our Lord. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, things that you can feel and touch, things that you can hang on, things that you can stack on your table Christmas Eve and say, Cratch it, get back to work. Call us one 800 592 or head out to our website anytime your little heart desires at allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news and views and prices and just about anything you need to while away the wee hours of the evening. It's a beautiful day. I hope this finds you well. Summer is creeping into the world. Uh, the uh, states, the uh, red states, the blue states, all the states are trying to get open. The uh, outcome of that is merely speculation and conjecture of whether we will all come back to the new normal or be deader than a wedge by Labor Day. I'm joined with Joe Jaquent, the owner of Patriot Trading Group, in charge of this monstropolis, and it's great to have you this morning. How are you doing? Hey, great. You know, it's Tuesday because obviously yesterday, uh, Memorial Day, the markets were closed. Did I say Monday? We were closed. No. I no. said Tuesday. You said Tuesday. This but, is the but, Monday from But now. I was getting to, my point was getting to is normally on Monday, it's Vaccine Monday, uh, it got postponed till today, so it was well, vaccine, hey, let me, let me give vaccine the Tuesday today. Let's see. Let's get the headlines. Yes. Stocks rally Dow up 500 points after Gilead's coronavirus treatment shows positive. Oh, wait. That was two months. No, that, that, that's, that no, was two. No, okay, not, hang not, on. My computer have an update. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, stock market rallying 600 points as Moderna. Oh, wait. That was last. Nope, that, that was, one, nope, that was not, two not weeks that, ago. No. Well, this must be it. Dow soars now another 600 points on hope for coronavirus vaccines. That is the new one. It's not Bel Air Max. It's not Camaro Max. It's Nova Max today. <laughs> Nova Max, the he latest. Should be Nova Max. Yes, gotta love that. And and also on top of that, uh, they did open the New York Stock Exchange this morning. Uh, I think uh, the governor Cuomo was ringing the bell, and everybody was uh, that was there—not very many, but the ones that were there were all masked up. So, so wait, we're up six hundred today. So nine hundred, nine. Moderna got the biggest one. Gilead yeah. only got five hundred. Moderna got almost a thousand, right? Yeah, nine hundred. That was last Monday, yeah. and now today is six hundred. So that's uh, that's two thousand Dow points, based on the hope and illusion. Of the magic wand being waved over the economy, not just here in America, but worldwide. Of course, the new normal, you're hearing that term more and more. The new normal here for states that have been open is 25% capacity. Okay, That's what. Now, for you people who went to public school, let me tell you what that is. That's a drop of 75% sales. This is the new normal. Now... If your rent drops 75% and your payroll drops 75% and then you go home and your utilities drop and your mortgage drops and your kids take 75% less, you're going to be fine. If, in fact, it doesn't work that way, you have two options. One is file bankruptcy and your house will now go back to where it was, the $400,000 from the million-dollar home because you own two or three restaurants and you're pretty well-to-do. So all your equity's gone. 
or the government is going to subsidize the 75% and keep you alive. So far, because remember, we're only eight weeks into this. That's it. Eight weeks ago today, if I'd have used the word lockdown, you'd have quit listening. What? They're not going to lock down the, the economy. Eight weeks. That's how. That's all that it's been. So now they've monetized it for eight weeks. This morning, they're like, eh, Dow's up 900 two weeks ago. Dow's up 600 last week. Dow's up 600 today. Here's what I think of your new economic stabilization fund and, and the uh, emergency. Uh, we're going to think about it. They're going to think about it. They're not sure they should probably do this. Now, if they do that, that's a repeat of 08. I assure you, your equity's gone in your home. Okay, one more time, 2,500 foreclosures a day on the courthouse steps in downtown Phoenix. You heard that right. 2,500 foreclosures per day is what we had a dozen years ago. So you're saying without more government intervention... That's what we're going to get. Well, sure. We're going to get the depression scenario. It's government mandated. You can't have these people in your business. You can't have them. Now, some of you out there may be questioning Eric's numbers. Oh, come on. It's not that bad, right? Because when I turn on the idiot box, they tell me how great things are. Let's look at at travel. How about airport travel this weekend? Uh, Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to give you the good news. Ready? From mid-April... To, to this weekend, air travel was up 265%, Eric. Wow. 265%. Here's the problem, though. If you go to where was air travel one year ago on Memorial Weekend? Friday, la- a year ago Friday, last Memorial a weekend Friday, 2,792,670 people went through the TSA checkpoints. Wow. This Friday, this How many? La- 2.79, 2. 2. 2.8 million people went through TSA. Okay. This last Friday, up 265%, mind you. Wow. 340,000. Not 340,000? That's it? Not 2.8 million. Oh, my God. Down 87%. Yeah. It's all about what number do you want to hear. Do you feel better yet? How can we save it? How can we save it? Well, we'll talk about that when we get back. Stay with Oh, yeah, we're in granny first, man. Low, low lock trying to get out. You know, every day is Tuesday now, but this is the, the Monday, Tuesday, which is the worst kind of Tuesday. I hope you're doing good. I'll get going here. So talking about the new normal. I mean, you can have 25% capacity in your businesses, so that's negative 75% sales. Now, so far, the government's monetized it. You know, what was the Dow? 20, did it hit 28,000 or 27? Or it hit 29. 29. That was, that was so, the high. But right now, it's at 25. 25. So so the the hit has been minimal now. I mean, they've taken all that away, the ferrometer. So because they've they've... They monetize this. I mean, at the best case scenario, let's give it the best case, Eric. Business down 50%. We, if, that's probably the best case, and I know uh, that that's probably unrealistic that it's only down by half. Well, I think the airlines say it all. So Why wouldn't Wall Street be reflecting that? And to your point, you're saying, listen, they're not going to give out the next round of money until Wall Street starts going back the other you way. Got to be again. panic mode, right? So, but again, 
you know, I, I can't believe they're this stupid. Because they really want to create another 08? Is that really what they want to create? Where just the publicly traded companies get bailed out now? The uh, They don't hand out any of the stimulus. That's done. It's all right. over. That's what they're saying this it's morning. It's not going to happen. Yeah, oh, no more stimul- unemployment? No, that's the 600, but done. You're done. So the, the monetization of the economy is done, but yet still going to have to, the new normal is, all right, 50% of what we used to be. So... Now, you're still staring down the barrel of negative rates. So let's really look at this. This is what scares the hell out of the pinstripe bandits. You know, the guys that peddle bonds, the guys that try to fund all the the municipal projects have to pay interest to entice this money. So if interest rates go negative, and I did a story, if you missed it last week, in Europe about a, a company that is writing negative rate mortgages. They exist in this world. Granted, it's only a half a percent negative, but nevertheless, the half a percent goes towards your principal. Now, they offset it with fees, of course. I mean, banks can't do anything. Nobody can do anything for free. This is what the millennials don't understand. They think everything should be free. This is what the Gen Ys don't understand. We can reinvent everything and everything be free. It can't. It doesn't work that way. So there are negative rates that we're, that we're going to have to grasp with that are coming in this country, regardless of any of the other things that are happening. So negative rates is there's only two places to put your money. One is gold, okay, because they can't go, well, you know, you don't want to buy gold because it doesn't pay interest. <laughs> okay. Well, the other one, now the, the debt instruments charge you interest to buy them. And then maybe real estate because people, you know, have to live. They have to pay rent. Now, they have to have the ability to pay rent. So you've got really low or you've got negative interest rates that are paying off your principal, plus you can put in a tenant. So that would explain why new home sales have popped. They gave a little surprise gain. So they're up 0.6% in April. Now, again, I don't believe that number. You know it's a lie. But, again, the, uh, the great pandemic that we're facing here is the recovery is based on two things. There's only two things. It can't be anything else. One that there really is a vaccine, that they wave a magic wand and all this is done and it's eradicated. It's like polio. It no longer exists. Or, B, the government monetizes everything. There can't be anything in between. Let's talk housing for a minute. We know, just on the government side, right, the Fannie, the Freddie, the FHAs, the lower end of housing, 5 million people didn't make their mortgage payment. Okay? 5 million didn't make their mortgage payments, right? They're in some form of forbearance. Right. right? That bill comes due, right? When the 90 days ends, right, that well, bill comes due. Well, nobody knows what's going to happen. Right, they don't know yet because the government hasn't quite said yet. Then you look at the renters, right? And you're looking at 10 to 15 million renters haven't paid their rent. It's the highest ever on record. It takes 08, makes 08 look like, you know, And yet today, we just read to you how new home sales allegedly went up. I can't figure it. I can't figure it. I'm not arguing it. I have a real estate license. I'm watching what's happening. My wife's selling houses. I mean, there's stuff in escrow. People are buying houses. I mean... Again, where else are you going to put it? You can't put it in the bank. Are you going to buy a bond and pay? You're going to pay the government the to hold your money can't for you? Do it. So it has to go somewhere. You want to go into this equity market that makes no sense at all? I mean, the the money's still only insured for what two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Two hundred fifty thousand bucks. That's I mean, it. that's it. That's all you get. That's it. And, and let's face it, they can't even. They don't even have that money. At least but, the house is sitting there. So. They don't even have that money. I mean, at oh, best, yeah. at 
best the FDIC has maybe $30 billion available. That doesn't even take a mid-sized bank's deposit, right? They, they don't have the money uh, to even bail you out to begin with. But it sounds good, right? The old Tommy Boy thing, right? You know, I can take a crap in a box and slap a guarantee on it for you. You know, right? I mean, you know, this is, this is what we're talking about here. Well, so the country's at a crossroads. We are at, we at it this post-Memorial Day weekend. That they're wrestling now. This is the top story of this morning that's not getting here at, at Patriot Radio News Hour. It's not getting any press anywhere else. Whether to go big, as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi wants for the next relief bill, or to hit pause, as Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is now insisting. They don't want to do any stimulus. Done. Now, this will create an 08, okay? Because Wall Street's going to get there. So they all, let me, for you people that are, are new, let me let you in a little secret. Everybody huddle around, okay? Shh, 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 quiet, quiet. They always save the stock market. Always. Always. Without exception. Look at TARP. Look at, you know, they created all they made. They made American Express a bank. <laughs> so, you know. The, Goldman Sachs they made, is a bank. Right. They made all the credit card companies and insurance companies banks so they could borrow money, so they could hold the stock together. So, anyway, it's a defining moment for the political parties now heading towards the election. Now, here's the risk they run. They come out and go, see, everything is fixed. We got a vaccine coming. Don't worry about it. Nobody's getting nothing. Wall Street down 8,000. Oh, my God. We've got to save it. Hide the women and children. Right. We've got to save it, man. Cats and dogs living together. So Wall Street, that's why Wall Street hasn't, you know, Wall Street's not 15,000. No, it's 25,000. Right. Wall Street, they're like, it's coming. It's coming. you got to give it another. So the unemployment checks end in July. That's when they end, at the end of July. Same thing with the forbearance. Forbearance ends then as well. So uh, I don't know that they've got a whole lot more time left. Uh, this may be the last row. I think the big test, Eric, is going to be next Monday. Do we get another vaccine Monday? Another miracle. Right, another ver- miracle vaccine thing, or do we get something different? They like Novamax, though, somehow. You don't tell me this isn't a pandemic. Novamax is up 500% for the year, but it started in January. So they knew this was the golden child. So now as we're heading towards the election, now it's one that's going to affect the livelihoods of countless Americans, suddenly now depending on the federal government. Billions of dollars in state aid, jobless benefits, and health resources now are at stake. As questions mount over Washington's proper role, and it's testing the ability of the Trump and Congress to do the right thing. And I think it is, too. So it's a bit like what Andrew Hamilton was facing in 1790. He said, describing a plan that would have new federal government assume the revolutionary war debts of the states, despite protests of a bailout. And it was, he said, as Hamilton framed it, the price of liberty. So they like to call this the price of freedom. Trump and McConnell now, they huddled last week's on the next steps after rejecting Pelosi's plan. The Democratic Speaker set the table with passage of the sweeping $3 trillion corona relief bill, which includes $1 trillion to shore up states and pension funds that are currently swimming in red ink and to cover all the and avert all the municipal layoffs. So if they don't pass this, okay, that all the city people get laid off, 
That's real tragedy. And the state people. And the states. So, and also the $1,200 to Americans and other aid. So, you know what's funny? Pelosi said, we could have done it bigger. The Associated Press had said in a recent interview. Let me give you an idea of how big we're talking about. State and local government spending, Eric. That's 11% of the entire U.S. economy. Wow. Not, You're kidding You me. throw in the federal government on top. You see how big government is. It's so massive. Uh, Moody, that, ex- that explains the 51% right. tax rate in, in uh, California. Right? It does, right? California. Like everybody's right. leaving. California is in debt by billions of more dollars. They're already saying that the July budget for California, they need to find over $50 billion. And, of course, Moody's Analytics says, hey, that $50 billion that they're saying they need, yeah, why don't you double that? And then you got to talk about every city in California on top. I think California alone may need half a trillion dollars just to keep running. Well, they're going to have to pass it probably, but, I mean... <laughs> Wall Street's counting on it. Now Republicans want to wean Americans off the unemployment benefits. That's, that's the thing. The big holdup in all this, they don't want to keep the 600 bucks. And I get it, right? It's not wrong. If you were making $12 an hour, working you know, full-time at, at, 12, at, at 12 bucks, okay? So you only made $480 a week. And that's, you know, before FICA and taxes and all that other stuff. Most states, you know, they don't, you know, the, the, like Arizona is 240 bucks. Some states are more, you know, you, you get unemployed in New York or California, you can get six or $700, but then you throw 600 more dollars right on, on top. Often. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. This guy's making way more money being unemployed. He's making more money than the guy who owns the place. I mean, I was, I mean think about that. I watched an interview over the weekend. It was a 20-something-year-old. And they, she was being interviewed. She's on unemployment, and she's making more money now than she was when she was unemployed. And in, 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 when she was employed, and, and here's what she said. And just matter of factly, well, do you know what this tells me? This tells me that none of us should go back to work. The old AOC thing until they provide us a living wage. She goes, "This is the first time I haven't had to worry about money." Isn't that something? Well, government subsidized. But again, Wall Street did this. We all know that wages have been ridiculously suppressed in this country. I mean, ridiculously. Inflation has just ran through the roof. I mean, it's just and they, the whole time they've been telling us no inflation. I mean, it's been going on the last 25 years of doing radio here. The government still thinks minimum wage. Government minimum wage is seven, seven and a quarter an hour. <laughs> it is all I mean. I mean, can you imagine trying to pay rent at seven and a quarter an hour anywhere? But you did it. When you first started out, you were working minimum wage job, had your own apartment, right? Had your own vehicle, right? You did all that stuff. You can't do that today. At 265 an hour. You can't do it. So, and you know what's funny is you could work 60 hours a week. So you got time and a half. So it actually was a good living. It was a very good living. You worked all the time, but made a good living. Rent was, I remember at McKellips and Scottsdale Road, you local people, we rented an apartment there, a two-bedroom apartment for 110 a month. Two-bedroom two apartment. Yeah. McKellips and Scottsdale, two-bedroom apartment, I'm guessing. Right near Tempe, yeah. I, I, I would say 1200 bucks. Probably. You know, and, it, and if it's a newer building, because they built new apartments there, if it's a new one, you're probably looking at fifteen, sixteen hundred. 
Yeah, probably. That yeah, was 110 a month, utilities included. <laughs> now the utility bill is like 300, let alone the rent. So, so here's what here's what we're facing in this country. So if they which they're going to have to monetize it ultimately. Otherwise, the riots will start. You know, all the people that bought all those guns, they're going to need them. Because you can't have another 08 right now. Not with government-mandated shutdowns. It's one thing. And people knew it. They're like, yeah, I refinanced my home 11 times in three years. I maxed my credit cards out. I got new boats and ATVs and everything laying around. I haven't worked <laughs> in two years. They knew it. When they lost everything, they knew they had it coming. This is partly government mandated. This is where civil wars come from. So, I mean, they're going to have to monetize. They monetize it, you get negative rates. So, what you are get they negative monetize? rates, you're going to get skyrocketing commodity prices. Are, are, are so, you going to monetize? What about the people that went back to work? Okay, they went back to work, and they were used to working forty hours a week. What 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 about those people? Well, when they're the, all going to die. Well, no, but when the, <laughs> when the restaurant comes and says, "Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm cutting you down to twenty hours a week." Yeah. Do we well, monetize that, happen. too? That's what's going to happen. It already is happening. The restaurants opened here, what, three weeks ago, and they're still empty. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. It's halftime. Yabba dabba doo. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. There are plenty of Democrats out there who will claim building a wall on our southern border is racist. However, plenty of Democrats would rather look more moderate by saying they oppose the wall because they don't think it would work. I think it doesn't take much to debunk the phony argument that the wall would be ineffective, but if they really want to talk about the effective use of taxpayer money, I'm happy to do so. Let's talk about what those same Democrats want to do with your government dollars. Do they want to bolster our military? Do they want to take better care of our national parks? Do they want to decrease the national debt? Nope. They want to study how fast turtles go. You heard that right. Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa was the one to bring the infamous Turtles on a Treadmill study to the Senate floor. According to her, the federally funded National Science Foundation and the National Institute for Health gave four grants so scientists could determine how fast turtles turkeys, and other animals could go on a treadmill. Their results were less than shocking. Senator Ernst reported, it turns out that turtles are really, really slow. In fact, this study found that turtles moved at nearly the same pace as dead turtles that were also put on a treadmill. Senator Ernst continued to explain that we'll never know just how much money was spent on this study because most federal agencies don't have to disclose how much they spend on each of their projects. I'm not holding my breath that the federal government suddenly decided to be frugal when conducting this study, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Still, if the four grants put together only added up to the cost of a membership at the YMCA and a box of turtle food, they'd still have spent too much money on the study. The only thing more obvious than the fact that turtles are slow is the fact that our southern border is in desperate need of a wall. The federal government should spend our money keeping Americans safe and building up our military, and securing our border. They should use our money to defend our Constitution. And they shouldn't be giving our money to some egghead for a windfall of taxpayer cash to do silly studies. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Liberal politicians cannot be allowed to manipulate tax laws regarding Social Security, charitable donations, retirement accounts, homeownership, and the definition of family. Low taxes and smaller government are core values at phyllisschlafly.com. Join us, won't you, at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Oh, sir. Yes, ma'am. Well, maybe you can just forget putting anything into hard assets and just start shorting the stocks after Monday, after they say they have a recovery. Moderna stock down 30% from the day they they were they drove the Dow up 900. Yay, we got it all. Gilead's not doing too bad. They're only down 10% from their great announcement day. So today it's Novamax. They had the CEO on a Novamax and the hair on the back of my neck kind of stood up this morning listening to him speak. So, I don't know, just something creepy about the guy. And, and this is the, who knows, the follow the dollar, which I've always done, and it's so hard to keep track of it right now because you have the WHO, World Health Organization, not WHO Radio out of Des Moines. Um, the WHO has now suspended hydroxychloroquine, you know, the uh, drug the president just did a series with. Well, remember, that was the first one that started the rally, right? Right. I think it started with hydroxychloroquine. That's where uh, the, the – that was the bottom of the stock market. Uh, but, yeah, the dollar is down – actually down big today. I don't know. I don't the dollar understand. is? Yeah, it's down. So uh, the dollar's down and gold's down. That's a new one, too. So <laughs> that's – that's a correlation you don't see very no, often. No, you don't see that very often. And here's what's so funny. You talk about, we were talking about vaccine Mondays, and of course today being a Tuesday with the market closed. Uh, this didn't make any headlines. The CEO of Merck, okay, so one of the drug companies you've actually heard of before, uh, gave an extensive interview with the Financial Times over the weekend, and he said, hey, this 12 to 18 month timeline for a vaccine. Yeah, I wouldn't be putting that out there. That's not going to happen. He goes, think about this. We want to give this to billions of people. Well, they had the guy on. He said, uh, we got to make sure it's safe. They said if they get it, they said if they can get it and get it approved by the end of the summer, big if, that uh, they can do one and a half, 150 million vaccines. So by uh, the end of the year and then a billion next year. So who gets it first, though? I mean, what about the Chinese? What if they get it first? So do all the Chinese live as they kill off the evil Americans? So I don't know. Did you see the president at the tomb of the unknown soldier? I watched it on Bloomberg uh, when he laid the reef there. And you have to really look. I mean, none of the guards, none of the honorage, none of anyone had a mask. None. Right. None. If you looked way in the back, this morning I looked again, you could see way in the back some masks. And then... Uh, was it uh, Oh Biden came out, and he every, everybody up. has masks. The so. Democrats are masked up. The Republicans aren't. Listen, the virus doesn't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. Doesn't care. If it's a real virus, and you know you're uh, and you're in the uh, the uh, kill zone. You're done. So that's what nobody knows about this thing. But again, what are the odds? Everybody weighs the odds of getting it. So the young kids don't care. They don't care. I wouldn't have cared. At 25, 30, 40, 50, I don't care. At 60, I have to admit, I care. I really didn't do anything this Memorial Day. Nothing. You know, I was worked out and worked around the house and, uh, 
you know, we didn't, I wanted to take Lori out to dinner, and I'm like, nah, I just, I can't do it. Joe went out to dinner. She said the restaurants are empty. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's, a, I think the reason, because the boomers were still the largest economic impact demographic in the, in the world, we still are. Um, we still run Barter Town. And if the boomers aren't buying, the businesses aren't going to make it. So the millennials have, or not the millennials, yeah, the millennials and the Gen Ys have no purchasing power, almost none, besides, you know, going out to a bar and drinking. But most of them drink in the back of their car before they go in. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a great example. So, IHOP, okay, IHOP, breakfast, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. You all know, especially those of you that live where I live, up in North Scottsdale, there's going to be a line out the door at the IHOP. So did you go to breakfast? You're, you're going to be waiting, right? Uh, come right in. Well, that's because you guys are fearless. So you Four got your, you, boys, listen, your boys are yeah, at home, we, we, we you guys are going out. The rest. gyms are we, open now. We sat next to nobody. Right. You're out there. Nobody was in there. Isn't that something? You know where the line was? Here's what was funny. I was like, oh, maybe there's a wait. Because there was, there was probably, you know, looked like three or four families sitting there. You know where the waiting room is. They were all getting it to go. Okay. Oh, so when you go in, yeah, on a Sunday morning. Now, they were all right next to each other. We went and sat down at a table with no one, no one within probably 12 feet of us. So the lockdown's over. For you guys, right? I mean, it's over. Every, it's over. So you guys are out. The kids are out. Every the gyms are open. Gyms are open. Everything's open. My boys go work out. And and here's the thing. Here's what's funny. And I and I mean this. And I know you can pick a, a bar at a certain time. And, oh, it was really crowded, right? People want to get. People like to get hammered, right? That's the one thing they want to do. They want to go to the lake, right? They want to get out and do something, right? Because you can't go to the movies. You can't go to the bowling alley. But I'm telling you, believe me when I tell you empty man see i wouldn't know i'm not you don't uh, wait for tables you don't and when you see a bunch of people standing next to each other waiting they're usually you have ordered it to go and the people that are actually not ordered it to go there's no one near them well it'll be interesting to see because we're going to get hot out here oh boy it's going to be we're going to be 112, 112. A week from today so here comes the real heat so if the virus abates I imagine the, the, the economic Armageddon will be put off for a little bit until the next virus I, I season. I think that's the key. The, the, the what happens this winter. If it doesn't abate the 4th of July, just write it off. It's done. So we'll see. We'll see. So, But, again, my point is nobody's there. Well, they're not going these out. I'm not business, going out. These businesses if you're 60 can't years make old, it. If you're 60 they years can't old, you're make it. There's no way they're going to make it. And I don't care who you are out there. If you're 60 and older, you're in the kill zone. You're like, eh, I don't think so. I never like going in crowds anyway. No, you. Uh, I don't like it. I got don't, the, That's not your stuff. I have the Howard Hughes thing. I don't hang out with the commoners. <laughs> don't forget, before all this coronavirus started, all of these diseases that have been eradicated are all coming back to America with the open border policies. So, I mean, the the... the just the flus that have come back, the, you know, barring coronavirus, have just been just incredibly horrible. So, but this is, you know, we're th- we're heading into third world country status, and the only thing this done is just speed it up a little bit. So, the uh, Memorial Day weekend in Chicago—it's weird to talk about something else. Uh, 
is getting back to normal. So, and I'm like, oh, everybody's out? No. No, it's normal. Um, they set a record for killings, for shootings. Shootings <laughs> are bad. They're, they everybody their, get out, start shooting. They had their bloodiest day since 2015 on a Memorial Day. Nine people killed and 27 more wounded. So That, that is true. I'm telling you, people don't know how to act anymore. They don't know how to act. Any little thing. And people start freaking out now. What's that? Because of the reopening now. All of a sudden, it, it's really funny. The Any little thing, and all of a sudden, just chaos breaks out. Yeah, well, everybody's on edge. There's no doubt about it. So Now the heat's going to set in. You talk about hell on earth. How would you like to live in high-density housing in slums of Chicago? Anchor Radio News Hour. I guarantee you the virus ain't eradicating there at any temperature. We'll be back. Well, we've said many a time here, my father's famous words, if you're in a poker game and you don't know who the patsy is, it's got to be you. And I feel like the patsy today. I mean, I can't explain how they can get away. It's like, worked once, worked twice, eh, tried again three times, the great uh, vaccine, the equity market's running. They got Cuomo, they're ringing the bell, the stock market with Cuomo today, but yet to go into the stock market, you have to sign a waiver that says, if you catch coronavirus here, we are not responsible. And they they show, if you get a chance, take a look at the picture. They always take a picture of the opening bell. Take a look at it this morning, and it's got Cuomo and three divas. I don't know who they are. You can't tell because every one of them has a mask on. And here they're all, you know, the bell, you've seen the drill. The bell's ringing and everybody's clapping. Yay! And they put up the banner behind them. The banner behind them this morning said, Together we're strong. But yet, the press is telling us, Together we're all going, if we all get together, we're going to kill each other. (laughs) So I don't get it. So I admit that I may be the patsy today. I saw, did you... I watched Mickelson play uh, with uh, Tiger Woods. I, I saw oh, yeah, that. The, the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, yeah, it was Tiger pretty good. And Phil. It was good. The, the largest audience to watch a golf event on cable TV ever. 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 And it was pouring rain. I never knew Mickelson was such a trash talker. Mouthy, you know. Well, he likes to gamble. Oh, yeah. So mo- most gamblers, you know, like to... Like the uh, like the action. Hey, I just like the action. Yeah, right? he's just talking all the time. Da, 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 da. He was lining up Brady's ball for him. The real guy is that you golf with is really annoying. I never knew Nicholson was that guy. So he told Tiger he's a hundred for. I'm sorry if you don't play golf. He's a hundred and fifty out, and he's like behind a tree, and in between the cup and him is Tiger's golf ball on the green. And he says to Tiger, you better go mark that. Which, you know, you know, guys out that far, you don't mark them. Right. You know? Tiger's like, yeah, Tiger laughs it off. Well, I'm not kidding you. Mickelson dropped the ball within an inch of where Tiger, it almost hit it. And everybody quit laughing. That's how good these guys are. So, I don't know. I think I could beat Brady, though. <laughs> <laughs> he was having an off day. Anyway, yeah, people are just so hungry for NASCAR doesn't fill the bill, let's face it. No, it doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. I watched it, though. Did you? See, you like NASCAR. I'm waiting for the electric uh, no-driver NASCAR. 
So they'll just have a drone filming it. There won't need any people at all. So just dead silence. You can hear birds chirping as the electric cars go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, vote by mail is the top story today. Not economic Armageddon anymore. They're done with that. So vote by mail. Joe, how do you feel about vote by mail? So, I, that's how I vote. What are you talking about? I know. That's how I, I, I vote. Do, I do that now. I said that to a customer we had in here last week, and he said, uh, he goes, yeah, but they don't count them. I said, how do you know? People, what do you mean they don't count them? What, they just get them now? Now I I can see the mailman if you know you, you put the mail and he knows you're conservative he just looks around and starts tearing up <laughs> throws them in the dumpster I can see the issue here but yeah most people somewhere there's a storage locker filled with yeah. Republican ballots yeah yeah so so anyway Trump tore into California's plan to mail ballots to all registered voters for the coming upcoming November election will California even be open. By November? I don't know. I mean, did L.A. You know, Joe, you said the people are leaving. Lori just sold a house to a Californian. You said your buddies are coming back from California. Everybody's getting out of there. I mean, anyone that wants to actually make a living is getting out of there on something besides a government check. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, is I L- they were going to so keep L.A. closed. I, I, I was talking to my buddy, and he agreed with my statement, which was now that it's gotten warmer and and uh, going to the beach, that was the final straw. That actually got Californians up in arms to revolt against uh, the government lockdowns. And my buddy told me that a bunch of more beaches opened up for Memorial Day. And not just the beaches. They, they allowed, like, the bars and the restaurants uh, that surrounded the beach areas to open as well. Well, they had said that there were throngs in Florida, but then it faded. Well, so... It faded quickly. Listen, so. you get the pop. Like I and I was telling you this earlier, you could have been somewhere out here, in, whether it's in Denver or Phoenix, on a Friday night or a Saturday night at a certain location at a certain place, and was like, man, it was busy. Maybe you were out at, at Lake Pleasant, right? I know Lake Pleasant was busy. But when you go and you just go to the regular places, you know, not the uh, the, the, the hot spot, it's empty. It really is. Well, I mean, how, again, I'll stick with my original uh, prognostication that the boomers, the boomers, if they don't have to go out, they're not going to go out. So, because we're all just too darn old. And I'm at the young end of the boomers. So, so the other thing left now is how are they going to subsidize the economy? And if they just do it and save Wall Street again, you know, I mean, people don't know how bad it was. All the people that buy annuities. The insurance companies couldn't pay them. All the, the, the mortgage company insurances, the insurance policies they wrote on mortgage defaults, they couldn't pay. I, I mean, nobody could pay. I love the fine print. And, you know, when if you ever hear an annuities commercial and they all talk real fast at the end, you know, it's, oh, yeah, oh, it's a guaranteed 10% according to the commercial. And then the, the fine print, hey, it's only guaranteed if we're still in business. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's oh, you're guaranteed. Right. Yeah, you're guaranteed. That's what lifetime guarantees. I always look at them. I go, whose lifetime? <laughs> Mine or I, yours? Or the guy who wrote it? How right. do you know that guy wasn't you know ninety three years old? One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'll tell you what, we still have four mini bags of peace dollars. Those oh, are the last four. The beautiful Mint State certified or uncertified, but MS sixty sixty one sixty two. 
maybe even some 63s that we're told, but all of them, MS60 or higher. So beautiful, stunning silver dollars uh, circa 1921 to 1935. $30 each. It's an incredible buy on them, in my opinion. Uh, many bags of 100, three grand. Call us 1 800 951 Those are irreplaceable. Uh, final segment on this post Memorial Day weekend. Uh, trying to get back into gear and get business heads back on. You see the gal who was going to run against the Republican gal who was going to run against Ocasio Cortez backed out this morning. Said the press is against her. Duh. It's a great day to be alive when you consider the alternatives. Any day above ground is a good day. We still have the peace dollars. You get a mini bag, get a hundred of them. Uh, beautiful uh, mint state material. Oh, you know what? That's me. <laughs> you never know what's going to pop up live radio. Three grand. Uh, give us a call here. 1-800-951-0592. The, um, the world is just, you know, I think the... There is no easy answer to any of this. It is quite the conundrum. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where we are a year from today. Um, my wife and I, we talk about it every morning, kind of gets me going. That uh, I, I think that uh, there's just no way the U.S. economy can survive without the government just papering it as far as they can go. And I think they can only go into debt so much. And ultimately, it's going to bring in the, the great reckoning that... Uh, It'll probably be unprecedented times. None of us are going to want to try to function or survive in it. And again, I'm a catastrophist, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. I, I mean, really you really do. think these hotels can stay in business? These restaurants, these bars. I mean, you got, they keep going thirty the, the million airlines, right? I mean, come on, thirty million. How many people are there really? It's thirty-eight as of Friday. Thirty-eight right? million. Now, wait till this five week. million. It'll be over. Four, yeah, thirty-eight point five. They keep saying thirty million all weekend. Thirty million people out of work. What, you're going to get rid of the state of South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, Wisconsin? Was, you know, that's the population of the other eight, eight and a half million people. So it's going to roll over 40 million probably Thursday. Well, maybe they can't count them all because there's a holiday in between. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have some holiday fun numbers. I don't know how any of this could be good for business. So I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I haven't. I don't I'm get trying, it. though. I am trying. I'm going all in on a pair of deuces. <laughs> the poker game i don't get it this morning who would possibly buy equities at this point unless i can see i told you equities are going to rally everything's going to rally but we need the three trillion they need the three trillion stimulus to perpetuate the ponzi scheme and a couple months from now they're going to need five trillion is what we're going to need it's the only game in town they it's government handouts until the dollar just collapses so i'm sticking with it 20 grand gold, uh, probably $15 a gallon gasoline, uh, $10 loaves of bread, $100 T-bones. We're less the than, whole thing. We're less than $15 billion away from $25.5 trillion on the debt. We just hit $25 trillion two weeks ago. This is, the, this is what we're adding just to keep the Wall Street pipe dream alive. Uh, bags, mini bags of peace dollars at three grand. I've got some. I didn't even tell you, Eric. I've got 1520s, and we had a 20 plus dollar pullback in gold. I've got 15 of them left that I had from uh, the weekend. 
1975 on a fifteen twenty dollar gold piece. So we went from the year you graduated from high school, nineteen eighty eight, to closer to the year I graduated from high school, nineteen seventy five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm just thinking thirty trillion. I'm probably. That may now be the new best case scenario for the end of the year. Thirty trillion. Worst case scenario, we could have a national debt of thirty-five trillion, no problem. If the national debt's only at twenty-six trillion, Wall Street will be below ten grand. How about that? They gotta throw five trillion at this easily, easily by Thanksgiving. It's gotta be five trillion. But as Nancy Pelosi said, go big or go home. All right. God bless everybody. You think it's easy? You try doing this after a three-day week. <laughs> I'll, 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 we'll see you tomorrow, good Lord willing. Until then, take care. Thank you. Bye now.